Welcome to Coping with Ghosting, the show that provides hope, healing, and understanding for anyone who has been ghosted. I'm Greta, and today's topic is positive self-talk. My guest is Esty, and she is a spiritual self-love and manifestation coach. She helps you connect with your authentic self, learn how to have fun by getting in touch with your inner child, and cultivate daily practices such as affirmations and habits to help you become more empowered. I am so happy you're here, Esty. Thanks for having me, Greta. I'm really happy to be here as well. And the coolest thing that I would like to share with everyone is that we have collaborated to make our first course called the Rewrite Your Ghost Story Workshop. It's live on Thursday, September 22nd, 2022. It's 75 minutes and you can find more about how to take your power back by rewriting your ghost story on my website, copingwithghosting.com. Well, let's get into it. Let's talk about positive self-talk. What is it and why is it important? Positive self-talk is exactly how it sounds. It's the way you speak to yourself, both verbally and mentally. It's really how you think as well. So how you talk to yourself and how you think about yourself really matters. To answer this really deeply, I'd love to share a quote by Bruce Lee that I live by. He said, don't speak negatively about yourself, even as a joke. Your body doesn't know the difference. Words are energy and cast spells. You change the way you speak about yourself, you can change your life. What you're not changing, you're also choosing. Why I love this is because every time we reaffirm something to ourselves, even as a joke, you know, when we say, oh my gosh, I'm so stupid, I forgot my keys. Okay, that is might be a joke to you, but if you say it enough times, you start to believe it yourself. And what you end up doing is subconsciously feeding your mind a certain kind of lie. And why it's so important to change that and be mindful of it is because when you're getting in touch with who you are and you show up to anywhere, you know, whether it's a date and you're speaking to someone and they say something to you that doesn't align with who you are, you can confidently show up there, stand there and say, that's not me because I don't believe this about who I am. So cultivating positive self-talk is being mindful of how you speak to yourself, the things you think about. Uh, thoughts you have, the way you speak, words you say, and you use about yourself and how you're feeling uh, over and over. So I think it's so important to remember to speak to yourself in a certain way and being positive and empowering yourself as well. Use boss words, you know, whatever that is, choose fun words that describe who you are. And I always say that using positive self-talk is really a way to build your own power and confidence. So that's something that's really important. And you've come out feeling way more empowered. That's wonderful. Yeah. For me, I feel like the easiest way to have a positive self-talk practice is to intentionally treat myself like I would treat my best friend. A long time ago, I was a spa concierge at a five-star five diamond hotel. And I remember that I had to treat the guests as if they were royalty because oftentimes, yeah, oftentimes they were royalty or celebrities. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to be so nice to them. And at that time I was like, what if I took 
the way I'm treating these people and started treating my friends like it. Like, what if I really surprised and delighted my friends? So I started sending my friends care packages. And then over time, I took it one step further. I was like, what if I treated myself like this? How much better would my life be? And so I started to really honor how I feel. So if I'm sad, I don't just push it down. Like I wouldn't tell my friends to stop crying. No, I I would I allow myself to cry. I honor my feelings and I say like, okay, right now I observe that there's a lot of sadness in my body and I let it pass through me and I self-soothe. Like for example, I was ghosted in a very intense way last year. And it's it's something that I knew I could get through because I had already established coping with ghosting. And this person actually did not know about coping with ghosting. But one of the things I did in order to self-soothe after being ghosted was say to myself, I showed up in a way that I can be proud of in that relationship. I literally did the right thing. I did the best I could in the circumstance that we were in. And I have confidence that is rooted in my intention. I always brought as much love as I could to that relationship. So I honestly feel like this whole transformation of going from beating myself up after being ghosted to listening to my body, giving it what it needs, that five-star, five-diamond, what would somebody at a resort do? What would a therapist say? How would a best friend treat me? I, I took all of those things and I implemented it into my life because I know I deserve to be treated like that. And it helped me heal so much faster. Of course, I am sad because when somebody leaves your life, it can feel as bad as somebody dying, right? Everybody experiences this differently. And I feel like I was able to get through each day in such a healthier way when I implemented those practices. Yes. I love that. Especially when it comes to ghosting, how what positive self-talk does is you're teaching yourself how you want to be treated. Like you said, as a best friend, So when you are kinder to yourself, your standards are higher, in fact, and those standards actually carry over to other facets of your life in terms of relationships, because you don't tolerate being spoken to in any less way than you would treat yourself. And when it comes to ghosting and and people, there's a level of confidence that you can cultivate in helping you process this grief, right? by creating these amazing like affirmations and ways you talk to yourself and ways you cope with this grief by understanding your own power. And that's why it's so crucial to build those habits. I know you call it positive brainwashing. I do because we often think of brainwashing as something negative and in the way it's used in modern context, it is But I like to think of it in a positive way of imagine brainwashing yourself to disregard all the lies you were told and feed it so many new things that are really true to who you are, but you're working on believing them that you tell yourself every day, I am loved. I am amazing. 
I have confidence. I mean, if you say that, let's say over 30 days, eventually you'll be so tired of hearing it because you'll believe it to be true, you know? And I love that idea in a positive way. Like how could I brainwash myself to believe all these amazing things so that I feel the most empowered, authentic me that I could. Let's talk more about that 30 day period of positive self-talk. We have so many thoughts running through our head every single day, at least For me, I had to train my brain to start looking at the glass as being half full. And I wonder what are some tips that you have for listeners to do that are practical so that they can really transform the way they think? I love that question. So something I say when it comes to transforming your mind is I use this phrase, fake it till you believe it. That's where I got this positive brainwashing from. And what this means is it's nothing super drastic because I know when you have certain thoughts you've been thinking for so long, there's so much going through your head. It's really hard to start from the beginning and go, okay, well, how am I supposed to change that? So I'm a visual learner. And something that I really love to do is build affirmations and I think you mentioned that you like to put sticky notes everywhere, right? Some people put draw with lipstick on their mirror. I'm visual and I love being creative. So I've actually created a vision board. Uh, Now it's like a version of collaging, but on Canva, which we all love. And if you can't do that, I would even recommend putting as your phone screensaver, a positive affirmation, something you want to work on. And it doesn't have to be everything. So something I always tell my clients is start with something small, start with something that you want to work on, something that you'd really like to transform or see, or you wouldn't want to feel a certain way after let's say 30 days. So let's say it's confidence. And so on my phone, for example, I was working on feeling abundant. And so literally on my phone screensaver, it says, I am abundant. And I've been looking at it for 30 days. I started believing it so fully. And it really is brainwashing me because I'm seeing it every day. So I have no choice, but to really internalize it. And maybe if you are able to insert little affirmations in, by example, listening to a pump up song, I love those. Everyone listens to music, for example, a podcast, or you create an affirmation for yourself and you have it as a morning mantra, you create a vision board, anything that gets you to see something and or listen to it every day will really be a great way to start you off on this self-transformational journey. I really like that. So maybe some listeners are thinking, I don't, I don't love myself right now. That just feels fake to me. What would you tell that person? That's a great question. Actually, the first thing that I think is really hard and counterintuitive in some ways is you actually have to accept where you are. It's okay if you're not feeling fully loving towards yourself because a lot of it is a preconditioning. It's not your fault necessarily. You know, you are a product, a lot of your circumstances and, you know, how you were nurtured and the environment you're surrounded by. And I think it's important to say to yourself as a the stepping stone to positive self-talk, you know what, I accept me for where I am right now. And I know things are going to get better, right? You start off with that. And that's why I said, pick one area, one thing you'd like to just see and hear and work on over and over again and just start from there. You don't have to fully believe it. You just have to find some kind of excitement in it. So that's why I really recommend making it a creative project because who doesn't love collages or painting? Mm -hmm. Like if you want to put something in your room, 
And so you want to make a painting for it and you want to do some minimalist drawing, you know, add a phrase to it. Something that you see every day, use some neon lights and say love, right? Pick Mm -hmm. a power word. And if you're not a creative, perhaps you could set a phone alarm that just has some words that say something positive. Like I am working on healing. I'm coming to terms with my situation and I am improving every day. I'm working on myself and just set that alarm to go off at different times during the day, or especially when you wake up. Essie, right. what does your phone alarm say for when you wake up? My phone alarm says new opportunities with a yellow heart because that is my color. And every morning when I wake up, I see it and I said, okay, today is a new opportunity. And really, it starts to go deep inside of my brain. And I think I love that you said that because something I know you do a lot with ghosting and talk about coping with ghosting is that you say to yourself, like, I did the best I could, right? And even if that is your phrase you use over and over again, I think it's so important to remind yourself that you really did everything you could. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With the, the materials and the resources and the knowledge you had at the time. Esty, if somebody is listening to this and they don't feel like they showed up in the relationship in the best way they could, what advice would you give to them? That is a great question. I think I would say to someone the same thing we've been saying is that given where you were in your life and what you were doing, how you reacted, how you showed up was the best you could. Now, I know looking back, hindsight is always twenty twenty. But at that moment, you were showing up in the way that you knew how to. And I think it's okay. And I don't think it's something that needs to be so hard on yourself for because it is what you could do at the time. What is something that people could actually replace that specific negative self-talk with? So I did the best I could. And so I did the best I could. And I accepted where I was in the past, how I showed up for that. And now I would like to focus on my present and my future, because I think when we focus too much on the past, it it reignites all these emotions over and over. And we understand that it's so difficult and we understand that we did the best we could when we were there. So now we want to focus on where we are now and what that's teaching us and where we could go, right? Right. And we're still learning and we're still evolving and growing every single day. Even if you're an adult listening to this, you're still, you're still learning things, right? There it's, you have unlimited potential. If there's something that you want to work on now, this is more of an opportunity for you to do that, whether it be better boundary setting or um, learning about treating people the way you want to be treated using the golden rule, whatever it may be. I think that there are silver linings in being ghosted. And when we look back and we see, okay, I am not exactly happy about this, then whatever this is, you can now change because going back to your Bruce Lee quote, what you're not changing, you're also choosing. Right. And that's why also the focus of the present could even be on something like you've been avoiding a hobby. You've been wanting to take up a sport and activity because you've been so really engrossed in this mindset, which is okay. 
And this actually, this change of focus will really help you in your healing process because it won't keep you somewhere else. It, it gives you this confidence, this foundation to say, okay, you know what? I am here now and that's what matters. And I can do this, right? And let's focus on something I'd like to start like cooking or, or baking. Whatever we say to ourselves after being ghosted is really going to guide us in the direction of either healing or hurting. And we can have the power to take our story back and to flip the script. And that's why we created this live workshop, because we want to help you take your power back and rewrite your ghost story. You know, negative self-talk, it goes back to our core fear of abandonment and rejection. If you are thinking like the person who ghosted me never really cared about me, they didn't really care about this relationship. I challenge you to ask yourself, how do you know that's true? Is that true? I have done a lot of research into this and people ghost because they don't want to hurt your feelings because they care about you, because they don't want you to have to go through a hard conversation. People also ghost because they feel like you're too good for them and they feel insecure because you might discover some of their weaknesses. So let's just step away from that notion that the person didn't really care that this was a fake relationship that they were pretending. Let's keep the focus on this happened and how can I heal now? What am I going to do to treat myself like my best friend? I love that. I really love that. And I think it's so important to keep reminding ourselves that whatever is going through their head, we can't understand and know right now. And that's okay. And it's such a hard thing to swallow really. But at the same time, the things that we can control is ourselves and our lives and how we choose to react and respond and move forward. And there's so much power in that, right? We talked about how much confidence you can get from that and how much you can grow as a person, right? You deserve it. Positive self-talk and positive thinking also have a lot of health benefits. There is actually a Mayo Clinic article that's called Positive Thinking, Reduce Stress by Eliminating Negative Self-Talk. And it just says that positive self-talk can increase your lifespan and lower your rates of depression. It gives you greater resistance to illnesses. I mean, my gosh, better psychological and physical well-being. I definitely think this is something that is going to help you heal in such a healthier way. Esty, if there's a listener out there who's thinking, yeah, this all sounds nice and dandy, but I don't feel like I deserve to treat myself like I'm my own best friend. What would you say to that person? Firstly, I'd like to say as much as you don't believe that you do deserve better, you do. And if you're feeling that way, I do offer coaching one-to-one because that is something we can address together in a private session. I feel like that question 
is a much deeper question. It's something we would need to unpack and get to the heart of why someone believes this, right? And then work on that with you because it's such a personal thing to go through and such a personal journey. But at the end of it and at the core of it, we all do deserve better than how we think we deserve. So just know that. You can get in touch with me through my Instagram, which is stk underscore 1111 or via email, which is stk.co at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to check out my website, I also offer a contact page there at stk.co. And Greta will be putting this in the show notes below, right? Yes. And SD is spelled E-S-T-E-E-K, just the letter K. Esti, this has been an incredible conversation. I have loved everything we've discussed. Do you have anything else you'd like to share before we wrap this up? Thank you so much for having me, Greta. This has been an amazing journey as well. And I loved being a part of this. We are a community and a family now. The one thing I will say is everyone sign up (laughs) for a workshop. It's going to be amazing and transformative. And we would love to see you all there. And the workshop is Thursday, September 22nd, 2022. It's at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's 75 minutes. And it's all about empowering you to move forward in a healthy way after being ghosted. You're going to learn about why it's not personal. You're going to learn how to change limiting beliefs, how to reframe, rewrite your ghost story. We hope to see you there. You can find details at copingwithghosting.com. Again, the link, the details will be in the show notes. And listeners, remember when you are ghosted, you have more time to connect with yourself and people who have stellar communication skills. You really deserve the best.